That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 189 of the SND Podcast Show, a special Tuesday episode. We are recording on Tuesday, one of the rare times we will do this. Uh, I think we've done it once before, Danny, right? Maybe? Oh, yeah, probably every year for NFL preseason, uh, the start of the season because we want to beat Thursday night. Right, because we want you to be able to hear us on Wednesday so that Thursday you're ready to go. And, you know, you can listen to the professionals when it comes to reviewing the game. And also that that Thursday you're just going to hear about the one game that day anyway. So, so yeah, what's going so, on, boys? What's going on? Nothing much. Football is finally here. College football was fun this whole weekend. A lot of Very fun, fun games. Imagine if Michigan didn't throw two pick six sixes. How they also had ten guys suspended. They also had ten guys suspended for the game. Yeah, but they just no, got Michigan just physically beat the crap out of them. And uh, poor uh, Francois from Florida State, who's always been taking a beat in the last two years, finally. Yeah, he looks like Cam Newton in a helmet because of the visor, which was pretty funny. And unfortunately, he got a knee injury, which sucks. But that's what happens when your offensive line stinks because he's been taking beans the last year and a half. It's going to happen. You know, it's Florida State, though. You know, they develop guys like it's their job. They'll just shoot another guy out there. Oh yeah, it's just unfortunate for Francois. I will say Alabama this. I will like say Alabama. this about. I will say this about Michigan. Um, all the talk going into the season was losing all their guys on defense. Their defense looks better than it was last year. I, I'm not yeah. saying it was just Florida. No, they only gave like, up three points. Uh, right. So it, you have a, it's all, They were the number one ranked the defense the last pudding. year, in that in the country, and they looked better than they did. So. If they could just kind of click a little bit on the offense, they have a bunch of freshmen in the wideout position. You know, who knows what can happen for this season. Yeah, no, they looked good. And uh, I guess for my sake, Notre Dame looked decent as well. I barely watched. I watched the Michigan game more. They're ranked now. whoop de do They'll probably lose to uh, Georgia, and they'll probably lose the ranking. So, whatever. Uh, did you ever see the stat? Of college. Speaking of Georgia, for a quick second, did you see the stat? From their game on on Monday, I think Sports Center had it. Oh uh, no. Uh, here it is. Georgia. Oh, Georgia Tech, not Georgia. Sorry, but Georgia Tech on Monday. Yeah, Georgia Tech, five hundred yards rushing, right? And only the third team ever to lose. Yeah, that's that's sad. Well, that's what they get for going for it when all they had to do was kick an extra point to tie the game. Yeah, 
yeah. you took the risk but... you wanted to win, but whatever. It is what it is. College fo- Labor Day weekend has passed. Football is back, and that's what's most important. Um, we got a huge football show for everybody today. Uh, we're going to do our football previews in a little bit. Um, but first, some plugs. We got iTunes. We got Google Play. We have SoundCloud. We have all other podcast apps. Make sure to check out all other podcasts on our apps, uh, on our channel as well. Um, all of them do a great job. Last week, we had a great time doing a... Uh, doing a joint podcast with everybody for the first time and doing our first annual fantasy football draft um it was a good time i had a good time we raised uh 45 dollars for jj watts fund which is which started at um only wanting to get like 12 grand and it's over 20 million dollars now yeah they they showed the pictures and he's got you know they had Four or five tractor trailer loads full of stuff, and it's you know. Well, well, we make fun of him with the cameras and the workouts and stuff. He he did it, you know. He really did a great job. Had you know starting this and it, fundraising up, and it shows a lot. Also, with everybody, um, all he did was post one thing on social media. And next thing you know, all these celebrities and people and all these owners started donating to him. Like I believe it was Ellen DeGeneres who donated like a million dollars, which is crazy. To think, she yeah. just, you know, and now we got uh, we got some issues coming on this week. Uh, we have um, another hurricane heading towards Florida. Uh, yeah, Irma. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, could be a bad one. Uh, they already canceled the Tam- well, didn't cancel. They postponed the Tampa Bay Miami Week One game. Um, so they both those teams are basically on a bye this week. Um, Is that official? It's official that they postponed the game. Uh, they haven't announced the rescheduling it, but they're both off week 11. So it looks like that'll most likely be That's the week rough. that they move it to. Right. So now you're yeah, basically playing 16 straight weeks. You but, definitely do not want to be stuck in that position. And my prediction from this was before we knew this was canceled. Um, couldn't, wouldn't they be able to move? Is anything going on? I, I'm sure we haven't seen anything yet, but I wonder if anything's going on in Atlanta this week for them to maybe move it to Atlanta just get the game in no since they, are, they don't they want to play already, they're, they're they're more concerned about the players families than playing the game yeah you don't want to move them and then they got to sit around somewhere watching everything that's why the cowboy houston preseason game was canceled because the texans oh, yeah, no, needed to get home to get to their families yeah it makes sense it's like you said it's going to be rough on, on both of them to, to play 16 straight weeks. Yeah, but you know what? It's the right thing to do, and that's what's important. Um, so like I said, we raised $45 for J.J. Watt. I mean, I get it. We're not the million-dollar donators, but, you know, it's every little bit that helps. Um, anything you could do, even if it's just, you know, open your closet and notice 10 shirts that you never wear anymore. Just don't put them in a, one of those donation bins. You know it's going to go to a good place. It's going to go for a good cause, um, especially because now you got Irma coming. Um, they already they announced today there's another hurricane behind it developing already, so who knows where that one's going to go. Um, so yeah, so make sure you get out there and help any way you can. Uh, the Belmore Fair next weekend, September 16th, a week from Saturday. 
Uh, we got a lot of cool things. Uh, we're going to be auctioning off some cool stuff. We got a couple of raffle things that are going to be fun to have. Um, all proceeds are going to go split to between the American Cancer Society and the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So we're going to be there all day. Uh, the guest list is actually being worked on as we speak, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of cool guests that we're going to have that day. Uh, so make sure you come on down and check us out. Um, we'll have the exact location for you uh, either by the end of this week or early part of next weekend of where we'll be located on the Belmore, at the Belmore Fair. Uh, we'll be working, of course, with the Weissman and Oz show there. Um, SNDblog.com. We got a lot of cool things going on on there. Uh, Joey, the Yankee vlogger, has been killing it. Um, not another millennial blog. It just all the time I see great articles from them, and they keep sharing them on our site, on the SND blog as well. Uh, and of course, you could. F- it's another way to listen to all the great podcasts we have on our channel. Uh, I'm sure Dan's got a Behance State coming up soon for the for the football season. Um, I know I'm working on something, a couple of things right now, actually. Uh, I'm sure Vin's got some stuff he's working on as well. So just keep looking yeah, out pro- and keep following. Yeah, I'll probably have a pre- Giants Cowboys pre-game, pre game, uh, pre video coming out sometime this week. And also, when you go on the website, you can subscribe to their newsletter, uh, which will come out. Um, and it'll basically tell you when things are posted so you can keep up to date with the S&D blog. Thank you to everybody who's been helping out so far and everybody who's been supportive of the website. It's been a great launch, in my opinion. Uh, It's been out for about a week. Uh, It's actually been out a little longer than that, uh, and it's been nothing but a success so far. So with that being said, I think it's time for this week's leadoff. Leading off. Alright, this week's leadoff is an unfortunate one. Um, This week, for the third season in a row, Maybe fourth season in a row. Uh, David Wright uh, pretty much has bad news with uh, a torn rotator cuff, and he had to have surgery. Well, maybe what was it? A week of rehab. Um, when is it enough for a player to want to hang it up after X amount of attempts to come back? And unfortunately, it is what it is at this point with David Wright. Obviously, we all love David Wright. It's not about. Um, him not being able to play anymore. It's me, us being actually worried about the guy, making, wanting him to enjoy the rest of his life with the whole um, back issue and then all the other injuries that has been able to, as a result of the back injuries, of him compensating for the back injuries. When is it enough for a player to want to hang up the jersey? I know it's hard to do for everybody, but when is it enough to do that? What do you guys think about that? Vin? Um, it's a really tough thing. Like, obviously, like Danny said, you know, David's been, I know most of our favorite players, he's definitely been my favorite player since he came up, and it's just, it's hard to see. But at this point, it, it with players in general, I'm usually on their side. They want to try to give it a shot, and they think they got something left, you know, while they're under contract. By all means, go for it. But, like, this is serious like life not like life threatening but you you know future altering injuries that he's having at if it were me i i I would advise him to to probably either take a step back and and think about 
life. I, we have no idea. Maybe he is thinking about this. Maybe he's we're here. He's gonna re- no. He's done next week. You wouldn't think that since he's having a surgery. But in general, I'm usually for a player going for it if he wants to try it. You know, usually it's not the situation we're in where he's on a long term contract. Usually it's a you know Johan Santana trying to come back from injuries as a free agent multiple times or that kind of thing. But I mean, at, at this point for him, I think it's, it might be time to hang him up. Steven? And like, sorry, go ahead, Danny. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan. No, no. Uh, what, before Steve jumps in, and another another player could be Victor Cruz as well. Unfortunately, he didn't make the cut with the Bears as well. Um, these guys are not some scrubs. To they're gonna have life after their sports. Maybe David Wright's definitely gonna have a front office job with the Mets or a or John Franco type job. He doesn't really work, but at, during the games, he's he's shaking hands, taking pictures, kissing babies, kind of thing. Uh, Victor Cruz is high on fashion, so these guys, these type of players, they, you can tell how much these sports mean to them. But when is it enough? Like, like with David Wright, with the whole back thing. Remember in the the World Series and the playoffs, he would have to be at the stadium at 11 a.m. just to get stretched out and have his daily routine just to be able to take ground balls for BP. So it's it's that's. The scary part is just like David. You're you 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 did everything you could possibly do in a career, and it's it's we we hate to see you go out like this. It's just please, just for the sake of yourself, just just gotta you just gotta end it, man. Just it's sad to do, and no one else wants to see that happen. But he's forever gonna be a meta organization. We're not doing the debate tonight because we've always had the debate, but he has an argument to be in the number to be retired but definitely in the hall of fame so when's enough so steve steve what do you think see the thing with baseball is and i'm gonna just i'm gonna look at it as the business perspective of the Wilpons a little bit before i get into my exact thoughts on it is they insured the contract so they don't care they they honestly don't care because as soon as he hits that certain amount of days on the disabled list they no longer pay him for the season, so every year, for all they care, he could he could be injured, and they well, and they pay. I think they have to pay like a portion. They have to pay like three or four million dollars, something like that. Right, it's but like they'd 85%. rather pay that than the nineteen that they owe him. Of course, yeah, it's like eighty five percent. Right, which you know, again, it's pretty much the whole thing. No, you're right. So, so in their pers- from the owner's perspective, it's like do whatever you want. We're giving you great health coverage. Do whatever you want. Well. I wouldn't say great health coverage. It's the Mets. Um, but burn. But I had to get a burn in there. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to David, you know, you got to respect him a little bit here. He's like, this isn't how I want to end my career. This isn't the way I want to do this. Uh, but that's my question. When's enough, though? You know what? There's got to be something in him that's telling him, all right, let's get this shoulder surgery done, and let's go into the spring and see. What, let's go into spring training and see what happens. For all we know, he comes back and he's he's like ten years ago, David Wright, and he's feeling great and he's feeling good. I mean, granted, he won't be because of the spinal issues, but you know, he could come into camp in the end of January or middle of February and say, "I still feel like I can give you guys." 300 at bats this year he may not be able to play third every day 
And you know what? If you're going to tell me he's going to be he's going to play third once a week and be a, a bat off the bench on this team, I'll take it. To be honest with you, I'll take it. Just to have him on that bench day in and day out to to push the guys like Ahmed and Dom and the pitching staff, the younger guys. You know, just to have him there with them, keeping their 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 feelings good and Talking to them, being the captain that he, being the guy he, we know. I'll, I'll take it for next year, and then see what happens after that. But that's of course if he's healthy next year. Right. It, it's which he's not going to be. Well, we don't being know being a bad uh, being a bad. We do know that it's been three straight years he hasn't played. He hasn't played in two seasons. Well, being a bad off the bench for him isn't. It's not even an option sometimes because he has to do all that. Like Danny said, he has to do all that work to get ready. He can't do all the work and then get it up and then do nothing for seven innings. I, yeah, I, he, I, he, if he's playing, he has to play because, like what we just said. I'm with you with him being there, though. I don't know if yeah, it's as a coach there, or obviously whatever. We all want David Wright to be there. Because I, I honestly feel like they played better. It could be stupid. They played better last season when he was there. But there was a, a shot, I'll never forget, last year. After the neck surgery, because he couldn't, he had to watch the game from a bullpen because he couldn't turn his head. Yeah, I remember that. And, that and he's weird. like looking through the fence like a kid watching his older brothers play baseball, and it's like it was heartbreaking. Like I, I, I don't want to see him go through this anymore. I, if he could, I, we talked about him being the manager before. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if he could be, you know, basically a, a hitting coach or what, some kind of coach, a bench coach, even let's do that because having him around is definitely important. But I, I don't know. More for the team's sake, I don't want him. I'd rather him not be around because you can't count on him for anything. But then you have to play him. You can't just sit there. He can't just be a wasted roster spot. But he can't, you can't count on him for anything. Right, but how many other guys do we already have on the bench that we can't count on? You know, Reyes. This is the hottest Reyes has been all season. This the last two weeks. What makes us yeah, think but- we could we bring him back next year? We could rely on him all season to be the everyday second baseman. I have one, well, at least he's healthy. Yeah, will healthy he be enough. though? He's going to play. What if he? He's only going to play ninety games. I. It's not even close to a comparison. He's. I, we're. If, I mean, I'd much rather rely on Reyes than than David at this point. I I agree. At this point, I agree. With but that. I I would rather not rely. I'd rather you know get a second baseman or third baseman, and then basically have Wilmer Flores be the other position, which I'm, which I'd be her hundred percent fine with, but. I, it's th- these are things that have to be worked out in the off season. Right. That that's player. A, that's an off season lead off right. topic. But player w- wise, I think he should you know hang him up. I, I don't think he wants to go out this way, and that's that's what that's what's I, that's I can't what, blame him. Right. And can't I can't blame, I don't blame him, him. But it could all could only get worse though. I think at this point. I think it should have been hung up after they were in the World Series in fifteen. If with, yeah, with I, the I spinal agree. issue with the spinal. Spinal problem, you know. Well, it's easy I, to say did, now, but if- but I did get coming back in sixteen because you know you come off a World Series loss, your expectations are high. Let me come back and try right. to win a World Series ring, you know. Yeah. Right. But you know, as soon as he got hurt in spring training this year, after saying how healthy he felt, you know, Vin, I think you were you saw Father's Day, if I remember correctly, him standing at third base slapping balls down. 
Yeah, I was I was watching it with your dad. We were, we were watching the thing, and he goes, that's David. And I, we look out, and he's literally fielding ground balls and dropping them because he can't throw the ball. And it's like, what, what are you doing? If you can't field the ground ball at this point in your life, it shouldn't be something you have to worry about. So we'll put him in left field. Oh, that would be great. He doesn't have if to field them. You could just... can't, if he can't throw, he can't throw them. <laughs> if he's somehow a Immense. tough lefty platoon to Dom Smith at first base, that's the only situation I'm putting him in, which is like 20 games a year. And it's not even worth you, it at that point. If, if you're blank, because we don't know what the managerial situation will be, February comes around, David walks in and says... I feel great, but this is what's going to have to happen during spring. You're that manager. Do you say, buy yourself a first base glove? At least I, give I have him, to believe that conversation's him. already been had. Yeah, it's definitely been had. I think he's just better off being a consultant at this point and be a cheerleader from the clubhouse. Depending on who the manager is, I, that person while obviously would respect David Wright, isn't going to have the kind of allegiance that, to David that Terry does. Yeah, absolutely. Unless because it's somebody been... within. Yeah, unless it's somebody within. Yeah. Unless it's Which somebody it, it within. That, that's, that's what it's it comes could down be. to. Right. You but know, like, it could be. Right. It David could be a was... situation where the GM and, and manager are gone and Wally finally finally gets a shot. You know, because There's no way. Everybody says it's it was Sandy that always had an issue with Wally, not the Wilpons. Well, See, it's actually the rest of the league, too, because he's been a free agent the entire season, and nobody's brought him He also him got fired NBA. from the Mexican League, so... Exactly. So. Well, apparently he got fired because the owner didn't like him or something stupid, but still. I, it, people don't like him. Is it, he's is literally not the same him. guy from Major Leagues. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like people not liking him is a constant theme now. I, I, I have no faith in Wally Backman as a manager. If he was a good manager, somebody would have gave him a job. That's my opinion. Yeah, he's too much of a head case, unfortunately. All right, so David needs to hang it up. He needs to realize he's also married with a child now. If he wants to be able to bend down and pick up his child in two years, you know, what if, what if, let's say he's home on rehab and his wife gets pregnant again, they have a son. How is he going to teach him to play baseball if he can't even get up in the morning? I mean, that's, that's the, the things that everybody, all athletes go through that. But for him, obviously, it's... To him, it's you know, a little different there. I know? think it is, obviously. The, the, a spinal, the, the back injury he has is a very manageable thing for everyday people, just not for athletes. Right. If he's home being a, a father, he'll be fine. It's not going to not going to give him an issue. But if he's trying to play baseball at a high level, it's going to give him an issue. Well, with that being said, let's play a little more uh, United We Brawl, and we'll be right back to preview some football. Hey! Lord, no success! You're the guilty one! Hey! Welcome back to episode 189 of the S&D Podcast Show, and finally we've been waiting since May when the Mets season ended for football season to start, and then it's finally here. Um, we just got the breaking news, Ezekiel Elliott, his six-game suspension is technically upheld by the appeals process, but he's going to go through court and go through all this nonsense. So Tom Brady 2.0. 
Well, yeah, he'll probably be suspended six games. I, what I don't get is part of the Brady thing last year was whether Goodell has the authority to be judge, jury, executioner. And Which he wasn't at yes. all on this, keep in mind. I know, but so what are you suing for? The way I, I understood this process is it seemed like they were – I the uh, Zeke's people think they're that the league is preliminarily suspending him. Like, he's doing a lot of things where nothing's actually happened, but they're afraid it's going to lead to something, so they're suspending him now. That's the way I took it from his people. Are they allowed to do that? No, I don't think so. He hasn't if he hasn't done anything wrong. But it's still... Uh, this whole thing just makes no sense. So, so another little but breaking... It, another little breaking piece here on this. Um, so, they were in a court and they weren't allowed to have phones. So, this guy, Tom Pacerlo from NFL Network... NFL.com um, wrote, just got out of court and got phoned back. NFL took position Exilio Elliott can play Sunday. Judge rules by 5 p.m. Friday on a restraining order. Apparently, he's filing a restraining order. Um, word of Harold Henderson's decision reached court at 7.17 when NFL player associate PA counsel Jeff Kessler read it on BlackBerry over two hours into hearing. That's all he wrote so far. So basically, there's some sort of restraining order going on. This just makes no sense. So he's going to play Sunday and then get suspended for six games? So he's playing Sunday as per, as per everybody, and then he gets six games. That so, makes no Because there was sense. something with the, with, the, with the rules of that he if he was on the roster at a certain point today, he's eligible to play Sunday. There's some sort of week one rule. Whatever. <laughs> so as long as he gets a suspension this year and we don't have to go through this whole process again, then fine. So so you know, it's it is, you know Rule seventeen A column C point three part B sub column D. If you're on a rule you're on the field at this point, at this time you're allowed to play. That's it's whatever. <laughs> It's literally like the dumbest thing. Like, if you're suspended, be suspended. Take it. I understand the appeal and wanting to get it, like, lessened. Like, I get it. You lose paychecks. And, you know, he's on a rookie contract. Right. But he's the fourth overall pick last year. He's the defending rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the, uh, offensive rookie of the year. You should have enough. You should be able to get some. You should have some sort of sponsorship where you're still going to make money during this suspension. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if money's an issue. I, I mean, I hope he's been smart with his money, but I, I he mean, doesn't exactly come off as you. You literally, they literally publicly came out and said, and they said he was a partying, gambling issue at Ohio State. And you know Ohio State pays better than most colleges, so right. he had plenty of money. And Urban Meyer. Right, Urban Meyer. Too. Urban Meyer right, makes right. a lot of money. I'm not sh- uh. shouting Ohio State. I'm just saying their best colors are orange for prison. Just throwing that out. Where is Maurice Claret? Anyway, as we... that question the other day. We still don't know where he is. Yeah, no one knows where he is. Well, anyway. He's in prison somewhere. Well, He is, right? And he's got like seven <laughs> yeah. kids, seven different people. Something like that. To sum up, Elliott plays Sunday, could get a restraining order to stay on field this season. 
could not get it and sit too. So basically, he's suing for a restraining order. If they agree, <laughs> if they approve... But, but, who, but who is he restraining? Fucking who? I, I, I'm, I'm reading the oh. Ian Rappaport tweet, okay? That's all I'm doing here. I don't know we're, the no, details know, of the we're restraining just order. confused as fuck. <laughs> so, who the hell is he getting a restraining order against? So if he gets a restraining order, he could technically could play the rest of the season. Of him. <laughs> if judge rules no restraining order, which I pray to God he does because I don't know who he's getting a restraining order against... He'll sit out weeks two through seven. Somebody's going to need to explain this whole restraining order nonsense. So, okay. where is, um, who's the old guy from ESPN? What the... Yeah, wh- who's the legal Mort? guy? <laughs> no, no not the Mort. legal who's guy. The old... yeah, I forgot his oh. name. No, no, the, uh, the other, the good, the uh, guy with the long hair in the commercial, he goes to tell his mom to be quiet. Oh, uh, he's not there anymore. It's, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Crap. What the hell is his name? <laughs> you guys know who I'm but talking yes. Yes, yes, yes. But he's um, not there anymore. Yeah, he got fired in the in the firings. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Okay, so if the he name... misses if he misses weeks two it's through John seven. If he John misses... Clayton. Yeah, there you go, yeah, John, John Clayton. Clayton. Okay. So if he misses weeks two through seven, it's at Denver, at Arizona, home against the Rams. It... Isn't it two through eight because he has there have a bye week seven? Uh oh I don't uh yeah. 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 Or does week seven? So now, count? now, now he doesn't come back. So he doesn't come back till week nine now. Yes. Well, hold on. Yeah. Yes. Or was it? Is it week ten now? Because they pushed it back. No, it would be week nine. Because it was a six yeah. game. He would have played game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So okay, it would so, be week nine. So week two is next Monday night in Arizona. Wait, no, that's wrong. Next Sunday afternoon in Dallas, in Denver. The following Monday night in Arizona. The following Sunday at home against L.A. The Packers on the 8th. Week 7, bye. Week 8 is in San Francisco. His first game back is in Washington. And, yeah, in Washington. Okay. Last week of October. We're going to have to get more on this restraining order business (laughs) later on. Sorry, we left there. Where's Keith? Yeah, yeah get him on. What the hell? <laughs> um, we have a lawyer with this show. <laughs> Just call him up. Okay. Just Ooh, randomly okay. call his cell phone right now. Excuse me, sir. Uh, can you explain this to us on air? Just We're live. Any lawyers? Just call any lawyer's office and be like. I don't have a case. I just need to know why he can file for a restraining order. Can you explain this tweet to me, please? <laughs> Okay, so anyway. Elliot's playing versus the Giants. That's all everybody has to know. Right now, that's it the only game yeah. that matters because that's this week. He's playing against the Giants no matter what. Right. So that's over with. We figured it out. Okay. He's playing the Giants. So Fantasy we're going to get put into in your our, our season NFL preview. Right. Well, Divisions, uh, awards, yeah. everything. So did you guys hear the Jets have like the worst chance ever to win the Super Bowl? Yep. Based on Vegas? I'm yep. not surprised. A thousand to one odds. But, like the great Frank Fleming said on Twitter, the gif he posted was Jim Carrey. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is technically <laughs> a chance. Vegas gives it's, every team a chance. Christian Hackenberg is the third some, string. 
I know, but he's he's the one I have the most faith to play well in because he's the one I've seen play bad the least. Are you sure? Because I don't watch practice. <laughs> Apparently, he's he doesn't practice, practice though. But I don't watch practice. <laughs> but he doesn't practice. I, listen, I, something. <laughs> Last gonna... year they went they went how many weeks without him even dressing for practice? I don't. It's just I feel so bad for the Jets because you... it's like. I've never seen an offense this inept, and I haven't even watched the offense yet. It's, but they it's brought back Jeremy so... Curley. They, I, Jeremy I did Curley... for a preseason game, and thankfully I got to see Christian Hackenberg, and it was, oof. Thank, thank God he's the third-string quarterback. Let's just put it at that. They have legit one offensive weapon. Matt Forte. Probably two, won't even play because he has too many hamstring issues. Okay, so both their running backs are their running backs are actually decent. I'm Bilal Powell's okay. Forte's yeah, fine. Yeah, he's been good the last two years. Yeah, and they have Jermaine Curse now, who I I guess can do something in life. He made he a catch least, in overtime a couple years ago. To I, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> he can at least run at some point. So they have three offensive weapons, and two of them play one position. So I I don't know what they're going to do. Like, this legit could be the worst offense in NFL history. And then they traded their one-third one of their strength. So it's basically Leonard Williams and Mo Wilkerson against the world. That's the plan. Right. right For those who are living under a rock, um, Sheldon Richardson was traded. For Jermaine Curse. Which is a big pickup for the Seahawks. I'm not looking forward to playing that. I actually like that pickup but, for them. It's just they're probably yeah. going to let him walk, though, at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but gonna, they just, don't have money. He's just going to do whatever he wants for a year and have fun. And then he'll be a free agent. And, you know, bada-bing, bada-boom. So we're going to start with our division previews, right? Yeah, let's go through it. Yeah. You want to go uh, league it. by league or you want to go east, east, west, let's west? Go, let's go east, east, west, west. Hold on. I wanted to bring up on my other page real quick we did this like a lot of people probably don't remember or listen to in uh before training camp so uh let's bring up that sheet so we could kind of oh no i feel like my picks have changed since then (laughs) i'm sure mine has too july 20th was our picks we didn't do like the championship game we didn't do that we just did playoff teams basically it was all Mm -hmm. we did it looks like, for the most part, I get my teams the same. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. Okay. So, the AFC East, we're going to skip. Because yep. we all know the Dolphins are winning the AFC East. They're playing 16 <laughs> straight games. They're going to just go 16-0, and cruise right into the playoffs. 100%. Unless the Patriots all buy Apple Watches and start cheating like the Red Sox. Oh, that's going to be fun. Question, I don't have an Apple Watch. Can you record on Apple Watches? I don't get that whole ordeal. I don't know what happened. How we like when that article came out, my coworkers both have Apple Watches. We were trying to figure out how the hell they were stealing signs using Apple Watches. There's no video camera on my Apple Watch. Okay, so the only thing they could have done is Is if you're wearing an Apple Watch Yeah, somebody can text you and you're just looking at your watch. I guess that's that's basically maybe they, they planted someone. You know, and upstairs to text something to maybe the manager's wearing one. Right. 
so the manager can be wearing an Apple Watch. I, I don't see any reasons. There's no wrong with that. I right. Guess. Um. What's his name? Uh. Dan w- Worthen. I think he either has an Apple Watch or a Fitbit on his wrist at all time, counting his steps, and you know. Mm. Right. He so takes they, a thousand. That's the only thing I could have. I could have known. All right, so yeah, it's going to be a New England thing, and he's—they're going to cheat some way somehow. Obviously, even though they don't need to. So, so NFC East. Uh, then you go go first. first. Who's going first? Ben, Ben, Ben. Uh, this could change. Obviously, no, it's not going to change. I'm sticking with it, regardless of who their running back is. The Dallas Cowboys are winning the division. Danny, I think. Oh, yeah, then go. You want to say oh, something? Go ahead. No, finish. You know who I'm gonna pick. So. Well, yeah, gonna... I, I, I ten and six. I think wins the division regardless of who it is. It's always a hard fought division. So I just, I think Dallas is a much talent, a very talented roster. All right, um, I'm going with the Giants. This was obviously before the fact of Zeke Elliott, but obviously, like you said, their offensive line. We could run a thousand yards. Do we want to listen to this video Rappaport just posted about explaining everything? If he explains the restraining order, then yes. Yes. Because I have, I'm so confused. six-game suspension was officially upheld by appeals officer Harold Henderson. This news coming in the last couple of minutes actually came with five minutes to go during their hearing, uh, which they were uh, in Sherman, Texas, for the uh, temporary restraining order that the union and Zeke representatives were fighting for. No word yet on that, but what we know as it relates to Zeke Elliott right now is that his six-game suspension was upheld by Harold Henderson. That is one big domino to fall. And now the battle will continue to be fought uh, in the courts. Still a lot unsettled, but a big piece of it tonight for Zeke Elliott and for the Dallas Cowboys, who are no doubt uh, surprised by this ruling. So best you can tell, the, 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 uh, the hearing uh, involving the Players Association uh, seeking relief for an appeal that had not been decided on was decided on during the actual hearing. Is that what you're saying? Yes. With five or ten minutes to go huh. in the actual hearing, the suspension was upheld, uh, and then they finished the hearing. All right. Like. And then basically, as far as you can tell, th- that could actually lead to some form of an injunction anytime, best you can tell. Still waiting on word for that, but okay. Tom Brady did receive one in a similar situation. Plenty, the Star Caps players did. Plenty of other players have received a similar injunction or stay to get on the field. Uh, we'll see if Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys are able to get All right, Ian, thanks. Stay right there. So basically what that said, and that was Rich Eisen and Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. Um, basically what that said to me was, they file a restraining order to relieve of... It's basically... It's not really a restraining order. It's more of a... Have a court system make the decision about the ruling of the suspension. So basically, if they get the restraining order, it pushes that to, it pushes it to the courts. And he could play all season. Okay. That, so a restraining order against the league suspending, I guess... Okay, that, there's a lot the, of that's the best way I jumbo. It. That's the best way yeah. I got it. We'll we'll get into that. I mean, once it's a little clearer. Right by Friday, we'll know what. Like I said before, according to Rappaport's tweets, by Friday we're supposed to have an official word on that. So we'll know if he suspended the six games or not by Friday. But again, it comes down to 
he plays Sunday. Yes. Okay, yep. Danny, Keith, go ahead. All right, I'm picking the Giants. We have the best defense in the division. Um, the Eagles come second to us in defensively. We stay healthy and on defense. We should be where we were at last year. The big question mark, as we everybody knows, is the offensive line. Does Eli have enough time to throw the ball to Brennan Marshall, Shepard, Ingram, and, of course, Odell Beckham? Um, I think we we are that one team that it will be it could contain Zeke Elliott compared to other teams. So it's going to be interesting to see on Sunday night with Zeke actually in the game now how we're ready to prepare. Seemed like McAdoo was ready to go with the Giants today. He said um, it doesn't matter. Uh, all well, we'll talk about same. this week later. Yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get that later. But you get my draft. Um, I'm going with Giants. Uh, Steve, who do you have? I'm going to stick with the Cowboys like I had back in July as well. I think that Zeke or no Zeke, it's still the best offensive line in football. Um, so whoever's back there is going to be able to run behind it, and we know they will be. Um, granted, yes, Danny, you are right. We were, the I think, top five, if not top three, if not the best rushing defense last year. Um, but again, that's only two games. That means, you know, they lost two games to us last year. Didn't stop them from winning the division. Granted, their yep. schedule was a lot easier. I don't see, you know, 14-2 and two again at, out of the Cowboys. But I believe we've said this a couple of times. 10-11 wins is going to win this division, and I think the Cowboys just – I'm going to go based on scheduling, to be honest. I just think, you know, granted we basically play the same teams. I just see them having a little bit – a couple of teams that we play on the road, they're playing at home. That makes it a lot easier for them. Um that's basically what it's going to come down to, in my opinion, is the, ske- the schedule. Um, but we're going to see what happens. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I like the pickups they made in the draft this year. Um, not just saying that because they took two Giants to play defense. I think Jordan Lewis is a, is going to become one of those top cornerbacks in this league. Um, and I think Taco is going to be a, a mess, a guy to mess, not to mess with on the defensive line from them. So I'm going to actually stick with the Cowboys as well. The only thing I worry about with the Giants is two years ago, everything went wrong. Last year, everything went right. So I, it's probably going to fall somewhere in the middle of those two things. And with that the, means we're a good team. Right, which we're is still a decent team. I don't think that the defense is going to be as dominant and and make every stop at the end of the games. I'm not going to say it's oh, going to yeah, be a bad but defense. Hope, hope, but hopefully we score more than 19 points a game. Correct. That also has to balance out. All right. Okay, so. North. North. We'll stick with the we'll – do, we'll do the AFCs first. Okay. So the AFCs first. Um, we all know the Cleveland Browns are winning the AFC North. Right? We call settle on that one? Right. Uh, negative. <laughs> I will say this, I could say that I could see them being the third best team in that division this year. Oof! Really? Yes. I don't know about that. I could because I love their defense, and it's not just because of Jabril Peppers. I just think they have a very solid defense. Young, it's going to make a lot of mistakes. So you're saying the Ra- the Ravens or the Bengals going to be in fourth place? I think the Bengals could end up in fourth place. I don't trust the Bengals at all. What did they do to make their make their team any better than last year? 
They drafted a running back who's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got the Steelers winning the division. I, I don't think it's a, that's a surprise. I think they're clearly one of the top teams in the AFC in general, and I think they should walk away with that division, no problem. Who's the backup yeah. quarterback there this year? I, doesn't, I don't it's know. Uh, Charlie Batch? The, no, it's uh, the, <laughs> the rookie from uh, Tennessee. Oh, Dobbs. Yes. Somebody who's going to eventually play a game and a half. Right. Yes. Because Roethlisberger um, will break something. Right. I'm going to agree with Vin. Just hopefully uh, Big Ben is still holding on by scotch tape and duct tape and uh, masking tape. So hopefully the, those tapes uh, hang on. But I'm going with Pitt as well. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Steelers. There's there's no reason. Even with Bell, even though I don't really, you know, I, you know in the past, um guys who hold out and then come back the week of struggle, especially running backs. Um, I still think they're the best team in the division. Um, I know Danny and I are going to go one way while Vin takes the Bears to win the NFC North. Huh? You um, know my pick. <laughs> uh, you know my pick. It's not even The Minnesota Vikings? It. You took the Vikings or the Bears. We heard that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I took Green Bay as well, obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, it's their division. so yeah. I think the Vikings put up a fight. Eh. If their offensive line Do stays healthy. Know? If their offensive uh, line stays healthy this year. Well, Last well, year they got hurt because their offensive line started going down. While the... I'm obviously picking the Packers, and they've pretty much dominated this division for the past uh, you know eight, nine years since Rodgers has been the quarterback. It's had to have been. It's had to. They've had to win it on the last game of the season like three times, and they lost it on the last game of the season recently. So it's not guaranteed that they win the division. I mean, they make the playoffs pretty much every year, but this year, I, I, I the, the Vikings don't scare me. I, Sam Bradford just doesn't scare me. I'm sorry. I and, just, I just think if the offensive line stays healthy, they they could they could fight for a playoff spot. I'm not going to say the division. It could come down to it could come down to the last couple of weeks because of their their defense. But if they could stay healthy, I think with the addition of Dalvin Cook, it opens it's up possible. a little bit more. It's possible. That I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying that it's very possible. Well, they're not gonna be bad. They're not gonna be terrible. You're right. Um, where are we going next? AFC South. Uh, South. Yep. Uh, I'll go first okay. since I have the email open. Um, I'm going the Houston Texans. I I like their defense. Um, I think their offense is going to be better whenever they decide to put in Deshaun Watson for obvious reasons. But I think with their defense, they will be able to find find ways to pull out wins because they have enough enough weapons to get uh, Tom Savage enough to get wins. Uh, for the time being, but and it's only a matter of time for Deshaun Watson to take over and them finding the way to uh, win that division. Because everybody else, I don't. I think, I think Jacksonville is still a mess and so far away. But their defense should be good. Um, the Colts, we don't know when Andrew Luck's going to be throwing a ball. And Tennessee Titans, there, there could make them give them a run for their money. Is it a matter of this year or next year for the Titans? So I'm going to go Houston winning the division. I have the, I have the Titans winning the division. I think this is their year. 
I love Mariota. I think most people do. Um, if not, the best offensive line in football right up there with Dallas, DeMarco Murray. Uh, uh, they their only have Michigan is... college players, not just Wolverines, uh, just the state of Michigan. No Ohio players. Solid. So, yeah, I, I'm, I think this is the Titans year. Uh, I'm going to agree with Vin, but not because of Mariota or their line. Um, let's, they're, they're wide out, so I think Mariota actually has the options, and you already know what you're getting out of the running game um, over there with Henry and uh, what's his name? Um, DeMarco. DeMarco. So you're already getting that, and you got Rashad Matthews, you got um, you got Decker, you brought in, and you got Corey Davis, who I loved in the draft this year. Um, and again, Delaney Walker is still there, one of the who I think arguably is a top five, if not top ten, easily top ten tight end in the league. Um, also, I think their defense is a pretty solid defense. Um, I just don't trust Savage, to be honest. I know I I get what you're saying, Danny, with their defense can get them wins, but can their defense stay healthy in Houston? When was the last time JJ played 16 games, you know? Have we ever seen Clowney play more than 10 games in a season? Healthy? It just scares me a little bit there with them. Um, I do think that it comes down to Watson by, if not early October, mid-October. He'll become the quarterback yeah, there. I, I think that, and I think them being on the high of wanting to show up for the st- uh, city of Houston after Harvey as well. That's why I also think they're going to find a way to get a couple extra winning wins early on in the season to amp up the city. Um, so sticking with the South, um, Vin, why don't you go first on this one? Um, I... This is. I, I think I changed my pick from the last time we did this. It's probably the hard knocks effect because I always do this. But I'm picking Tampa to win the division. They, I, I love Jameis. I think. I mean, that's a, a common thought. But I mean, he's he's turned into a stud. They got the receivers now. He has he got three weapons to throw to. Um, a solid running game with Doug Martin. You did change your pick, back. by the way. I, I thought I thought I picked the Falcons. The this time. is your second change, by the way, sir. Who? What else did I change? You change. You had the Giants win the division. Oh, I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think this is Tampa's year. That division is always in flux. We know that. I I'm going with Tampa as a, a bit of. I mean, it's not underdog. A lot of people like them this year, but I think a, a bit of a, a underdog just because they're playing in this division as the NFC champs. Uh, Tampa and Tennessee are both in that same bubble. You know, everybody kind of yes. wasn't expecting them at the end of last year play well, and then now this year everyone's picking them. So it's like they are underdogs, but everyone's picking them, so they're not really underdogs anymore. Right? They are. You're right. They are in that. In that. And Danny thing, mentioned their, that last week during on our the draft rise. Show. Teams on the rise is more of what I think they're they're better known uh, named as than underdogs. I think Tampa as well. Um, I love that defense. Everyone's talking about that offense, but they just brought in one of the best safeties in football in TJ Ward for basically potato chips. And they added him to the defense. 
they already have the best interior defensive lineman in the league. No offense to Snacks, but McCoy is the best defensive interior. The middle of that D-line. Um, and also they have, uh, what's his name, Vin? What's his name? Who doesn't practice? You know, the linebacker? No, the uh, number 90. The defensive lineman. Oh, Chris Baker. Chris Baker, who I just I fell in love with well, watching Hard Knocks, right. and also well, Joe Dirt. I've, I yeah, Joe Dirt. <laughs> I fell in love with with Kawan Alexander to be honest. There, the linebacker with the red hair. <laughs> he the kid's a beast. The only thing I'm worried about is that they have no corner depth. Right, and they have so, already had. Um... Brent Grimes got hurt. He was there. I mean, he's obviously a veteran, but that corner depth is not there. So that could be an issue later on, but. I think they have the ability to play what they're going to need to do in their division is play multiple games. Like you're going to need to get into a shootout with the Falcons, but you're probably also going to need to get into a defensive battle with, with, you know, Carolina maybe. So I, but I think they have the ability to play both ways. Right. Danny, Danny. Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay, but I'm going to have a surprise. I have a surprise from the NFC South for winning the wild card. On the wild card spots. All right, so we'll get into um, that in a little bit, of course. Yeah, but I think the same reasons you all said about Tampa Bay. I'm not, I'm not going to waste time uh, explaining the same exact thing you guys already said. But I, I got Tampa Bay right now. All right, let's move out west. I think for the, both these divisions, we're probably all going to have the same team. For both of them. For both the Unless Vin throws us off here. Mr. Flip Flopper himself. Wow. Vincent. Well, obviously, I'm picking the Raiders and my boy Derek Carr. <laughs> I drafted him in fantasy this year. I think maybe um, the hype with him was getting a little bit much. I don't think he's going to be like a top five quarterback in the league or anything, but he's uh, more than good enough to win games and, you know. Uh, could have been argued to be a league MVP last year if Matt Ryan wasn't, you know, as good as he was. But yeah, it's the Raiders, I think. All right, so we all have the Raiders there, and we all have the 49ers winning the NFC West, of course. <laughs> Listen, yep. Kyle Shanahan can change things around. Listen, yeah, wait till we get to the player. To, uh, wait till we get to the, the player ball. awards. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I think I will have the Seahawks. I think it's a pretty simple one, even though I think the Cardinals will be better. I, oh, yeah. Last Seahawks year was a crazy injury year for the Cards. I think they'll bounce back. Their but, defense alone uh, should help that. Should have won them a division. Had them fight for the division last year, but nobody was. They literally ended up with 11 new guys last year. It felt yeah, like. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Let's we got all the divisions. Which wild card wild teams card. do we want to go to wild. first? I want to hear this Danny's crazy prediction in the right, wild so cards. So let's start let's with go. the NFC wild card teams. <laughs> NFC, all right. Well, it's not crazy because they didn't go to the Super Bowl two seasons ago. But everybody seems to be forgetting them. I think this year with a softer schedule, um, well, the only question is, does Cam stay healthy? I think if Cam gets healthy and they have Christian McCaffrey, and they still have a lot of pieces left on that offense, which was very dynamite. I think Carolina is one of the wild cards, and I have Dallas as the other wild card. So I think the Falcons are going to have a Super Bowl hangover and a little bit harder schedule this year. You know the NFC NFC South, there's always a different champion and a different representative every year. 
that seems to either make it to the conference finals or or the Super Bowl. So I think Carolina is going to sneak into the wild card. And who's the other wild card team? Uh, Dallas. Dallas will be the uh, higher of the two seeds. Vin? Uh, I got the Giants as one of my wild card teams. I think we, we pretty much examined them. And I think I have the Falcons as my other wild card team. I think they take a bit of a step back. Similar to what I said about the Giants' defense, pretty much everything re- went right for the Falcons' offense, and they lose their offensive coordinator. So I think they go come a little bit back to earth, but are still a good team. They are one of the wild cards. So you both made changes there. Good. I'm glad. Right. I had. I still had Dallas. You still had Dallas, but you second. put the, you had the Falcons in there, and Vin okay. had the Cowboys and Cardinals as their uh, wild card teams. Okay. All right. That's probably my first change, right? So, I went, since I had the Cowboys making it, and like we already mentioned, Giants have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, I went with the Giants for one of my wild card picks. Not as just the homer pick, but just because, honestly, the rest of the NFC is just really bad. Um, I do think Arizona, like we just mentioned a little bit with the division, could sneak into a, a wild card spot. And I do see a possibility and a scenario where... That I think it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day when Giants go to Arizona could yeah, end Christmas up being Eve. possibly for a playoff spot between the two teams. Um, just what Danny would love to have on Christmas is a game for a playoff spot. Um, well, we had that six years ago and it was nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put the Giants in there. And I'm going to agree with Danny on the other one. Um, you know... Cam always seems to be the type of guy that if he has one bad year, he has a great year the next year. Um, I think he that adding Christian McCaffrey to the offense gives, finally gives him a third weapon, a third option. He no longer has to rely on his own legs. He can now rely on you know Christian McCaffrey's legs, and he can throw the ball to Olsen and Benjamin, and I think... I think last year he realized at the end of the year he needed to rely on other people, not just uh, Calvin Benjamin and Greg Olson. And so Funches, I think, is going to have a big season for them as well. So I just like their offense over there. And, you know, the defense is still going to struggle. It, it did. You saw how much the loss of Norman affected that team. But I still think Carolina makes the other wild card spot in the NFC. So Vince, I think I think that's the best division in the in the NFC by far. And the funny thing is, the Saints could be absolutely better this year too. And right. We always, well, we don't always, but their defense is usually what is the reason why they're they're usually the fourth place team. Right. But we they all average know like thirty could points drop. a game, but they also give yeah. up forty points a game. Yeah. Right. So we saw so it two years ago a, when the Giants went there; they went touchdown for touchdown in that game. Yes, and Brad Wayne got a personal foul. Yeah. Which class on the yep. game? Yep. Um, all right, Vin, start us off with the AFC wildcard. Um, I have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Texans as my AFC wildcard teams. The Texans, like Dan mentioned before, when they eventually. I, I put them as a wildcard because Tom Savage is a starting quarterback, so it'll take a while for Watson to get in there. When he eventually does, I think they'll they'll 
get hot and maybe, you know, uh, make some noise in the AFC playoff, you know, up an AFC playoff run. But I think they're a wild card team at the moment. And the Chiefs, you know, they got the coach and, and defense is still there. They're, I think they're too good, too talented of a team to uh, to not be a wild card team. Danny? Steve? No, oh, you go with Danny. All right, I'll, I'll go. Um, all right, I have KC, like Ben, for the same reasons. They just find ways to win. Even though they don't win in the playoffs, they find ways to win to get to the playoffs. They'll eke out and beat the Broncos out of it. Um, and then I have Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee making the playoffs for the same reasons why they won the division for the wild card. So, I have those two teams. So, I went with two years ago Super Bowl champion, the Denver Broncos. I just think that defense, even minus TJ Ward, is still up there as one of the top five best defenses in the league. But they they looked kind of old last year, starting at the end, towards the end of the season. So yeah, but you know be... what? They were also out of it towards the end. Well, not really out of it, but... No, they weren't out of it. They were also running the team. There was no offense on that team. And, oh, yeah, without a doubt. And I think that this is going to be a second year for Simeon. And, you know, the second year is supposed to always be better than the first year. So we will see what happens with that. But I do think they'll be in it. Also, you can't you can't say Andy Reid's not making the playoffs. Kansas City's just... Just uh, you. Other than wide receiver, is there really a weakness in Kansas City? Maybe running back, but again, that defense alone is scary. That you got, you guys mentioned the NFC South being the best division in the NFC. The AFC West is the best division in the AFC. There's no question yep. about it. Yeah. All right, Danny, who's in your cha- AFC Championship game? AFC Championship game, oh, it's an oh-hum matchup, but I'm going with the upset of this, uh, an upset. This is what the AFC Championship game should have been last year. I am going New England Patriots losing to the Oakland Raiders. Some way, somehow, Derek Carr goes to New England and pulls up a miraculous upset and uh, pulls it off. Highly doubt that's going to happen. Some wishful thinking. It would be pretty cool. They have enough weapons to do it. They have Beast Mode, they have a Cooper, and they have a Crabtree, and among the Green Bay Packer playoff hero, Jared Cook, as their tight end this year. With Cleo Mack, Irving, they have enough on defense to get it done. So I have the, the Oakland Raiders going to the Super Bowl this year. Vincent? Uh, I have same old Patriots. Uh, winning the AFC, but in the, the team they're going to beat, the Tennessee Titans. I, I think it's clear so that... So Vin this... wants another 50-17 blowout in the AFC Championship game. It doesn't well, necessarily have to be a blowout. I don't think it's, it's going to be a blowout. I, I think the Steelers and the Pats are the class of the AFC, but... They might knock each other, or somebody will get knocked off earlier. Probably the Steelers will get knocked off earlier. I'm going with a bit of an upset in the Titans getting to the championship game, and the, but the Patriots are just too good. I feel like they're kind of stocking up for a, another year or two run because they know that's all they got left, and then they're kind of gonna break it up after that. I mean, because they've they've kept their draft picks forever, and now they're trading them all for people. 
So I feel like they're kind of stocking up now. And when they go for it, they usually make it. So I'm, I'm going with them in the AFC. Um, I'm actually going to say Big Ben's due for a run. A lot of those players on that team are realizing that he said that he's close to done with his career and they're going to play a little one step above how they play just because of Ben. You know, they're all rallying around him. Um, he may not announce it now, but I think at the end of the year he may announce retirement. So I can see them um, go into the AFC Championship game and actually going to New England and beating the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game. I just, I, th- I think James Harrison also is towards the end, you know, like Vin said with the Patriots, they're building, they may be building towards the end of things. The Steelers may be on the, on that cusp of ending things and they know it. So the right, Steelers who, who are going to New England to win. Good. All right, Danny, start us off on the NFC. All right, I'm, I'm having a Vin's dream Super Bowl matchup. Uh, I'm going to have the Green Bay Packers over the Dallas Cowboys. Um, some way, somehow, the Cowboys do not choke, and they make a magical playoff run all on the road. But they find a way to lose to the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. We all know the tradition there. It's probably going to be negative 10 degrees, and X, Y, and Z, and Rodgers pulls it out. So I have Green Bay over Dallas in the NFC Championship game. Vincent? Steven, you mentioned it before. It's time for some payback. The Green Bay Packers defeat the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. This time the game was played at Lambeau. I looked at the Packers' schedule this year. They're, I think they're an 11-win team at least with you know only upside. They really only have... Outside of the division, they have, like, three tough games. But that's that's what I'm going with. Green Bay over Seattle. Steven? I'm sticking with the team that I fell in love with, not just watching Hard Knocks, but starting at the draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go into Lambeau and play an old-fashioned NFC rivalry matchup. Warren Sapp, the ghost of Warren Sapp is going to show up. And Gerald McCoy is going to run wild on the offensive line of the Packers and send the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. That is where I okay. am with that. That's, it's I, nothing I, I against think it's you. The, no, I think it's a year early, but... I, I just... Uh, I, I don't know. Just watching Hard Knocks made me think that McCoy... No, there's watch. a mission in McCoy's eye. I, I I mean, we never it. saw him on the field, but there's a mission in him. <laughs> I see it kind of like the Seahawks started their run where they lost that heartbreaker to Atlanta in the, in the divisional round. I kind of see something like that happening to Tampa this year. Yeah, I see that too. They'll get matched up with the Giants or something and, and lose a close game because they have to learn. And then next year, they'll really make a run at, at being a force in the NFC. All right, who wants to start the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, Vin can. I didn't want to be too much of a homer, and, and my head took over my heart this time. The Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl again. 
defeating my Packers, unfortunately. Um, they're just too good. I, unless the, it's amazing to say this in my mind, but I'm gonna say it. The only way, the only thing that stops the Patriots is Tom Brady taking a step back. The rest of their team is intact and ready to go. I don't think we saw decline from him last year, but it wasn't as easy as it usually is for them. You know, the, the Houston game, Houston had him dead to rights if they would have had a quarterback. The Steeler game, Le'Veon Bell got hurt, and the champion, the Super Bowl, obviously, we saw what happened. It was a miraculous comeback, but a game that the Falcons had won if they just ran the ball three times. So I, I step back from Brady is the only thing that holds them back. But I don't see that happening this year. All right. All right. Danny, go ahead. I have the Packers uh, defeating the Raiders. Um, I think just it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' year, I think, this year. They're they're due for another trip to the Super Bowl. It's been seven years since their last trip to the Super Bowl. I think they finally put it together and they take care of business over Oakland. It's not because Oakland played bad. It's I envision just a final, final drive. Aaron Rodgers drives him down the field and Crosby hits a game-winning field goal as time runs out. So I, th- I think that's how that Super Bowl would be. I think that would be a, a very fun Super Bowl to watch. And a nice classic Super Bowl that's never happened. Two classic teams. Right. So uh, I have two teams that not many people expect to actually be there. And Vin, you made a good point about Tampa being that, like, ready to go on a deep run, but not ready to make that deep run, you know? Um, but I think the the idea of being in the Super Bowl and being under the bright lights, we saw something last year in the Super Bowl that we never thought we'd see, and that was a team dominating the Patriots in the first half, completely dominating. And a lot of people mm-hmm. said the game was over. But yep. what I felt the difference was in last year's Super Bowl was the halftime. It's a longer halftime. If you're not used to that longer halftime, it could get to you. And it did. And we saw it with Atlanta. That's what I think the difference was last year. And I think Tampa's going to have that same issue. Of they're going to play well in the first half. But Roethlisberger's game-winning drive in that last time he was in the Super Bowl is going to gonna come out in the second half, and he's going to walk off as a Super Bowl champion. Him and Harrison probably will walk off this year as Super Bowl champs. I could see it. I, I think we saw last year, and we saw with each of the last three Patriot Super Bowls, that you can't overestimate the fact that they've been there. Because I know the, first, like the, the third one they won, Andy Reid is Andy Reid with his timeouts and his nonsense. But they still, they didn't crack. They didn't do anything spectacular. They didn't crack against the, the Seahawks. They didn't necessarily do anything spectacular, but the Seahawks cracked. Again, the Falcons cracked. So the, there's the fact of being there, which the you know Tomlin and the Steelers, like you're saying, have. It can't be overstated, I don't think. And not only have they been there, they've been under pressure there. Right. Remember, the, remember even... they had the, the Cardinals had the lead with two minutes left. Remember? Right. Uh, Fitzgerald had caught the ball in the seam, ran for, ran all the way to the end zone. Right. Well, and even uh, a lot of people. I mean, the last time they were in the Super Bowl was the when they lost. 
But still, the Packers had a, had a, a twenty-one to three lead in that game, and the Steelers marched right back and got to within where they had the ball down by six with a chance to win. We stopped them, but they still, you know, had the ball with a chance to win. So those are the Super Bowl picks. Yeah, Men- gonna... yeah, Mendenhall had a huge fumble, right? He did. Yeah, Clay forced a big fumble at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and that. Oh, their momentum was kind of taken out because they were driving down to tie the game, right, or take the lead yeah. at that point. Right, and but that game also you could look at as a rallying moment also for the Packers. You know, right. they didn't know how much time Charles Woodson had left, and he broke his collarbone early in that game. Well, that everybody, mu- everybody on the sideline hears that and goes, "Let's win this for him. Let's get Woodson, him his ring." Their leaders, Woodson and Driver, both got hurt in the in that game, so it was just. You know, it was basically win it for them. Woodson made an emotional halftime speech that made everybody cry. Right. Unfortunately, and, we can't see it, but it, apparently it happened. Um. So yeah, you know, and again, like I said, a rally. All it takes is one. All it takes is the Steelers being there in the AFC Championship game, and him walking, and them losing by a couple points in the at halftime, and Roethlisberger saying, "Just so you guys know, this is the end for me. If we lose this game, this is my last game." And him invariably being in a walking boot and still playing because that's just what he does. Right. You know, like Ray Lewis, the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl right. and Ray Lewis's last year. He, the only person, only people that knew that it was officially the end of his run was the team. He announced it before the, the wild card game. To them right, but only, they didn't say anything. And they didn't say anything. And they only played it off as it could be his last game ever in Baltimore. Who knows what's going to happen. And that's all we knew for the rest of the postseason. Right. They ended up winning the Super Bowl, and it was emotional. They all jumped on his back to try and win him with Super Bowl. Before we move forward, this is a good okay. question for you guys, Super Bowl wise. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, does Brady says he wants to play like five to ten more years? Whatever, whatever he says, we'll leave that part alone. Who ends up with more Super Bowls, the Steelers as an organization or Tom Brady as a player? Which would ideally be a Patriot beating the Steelers also. Because if I, I remember I, correctly, the Steelers are up to six. I think it's even. I'm gonna, I, I'd call it even. I'd say he gets yeah, one gonna, more. I'm going to call even too. I'd say he gets one more. Even if it's not this year, within the next two to three years, he gets one more. But that'll be kind of it. One, two, I don't three, see him winning three in a row. Which I think it would take the pass. That's what it would take the pass. No, they have six. He has five. Right, so he would have to win... Two more. Technically, three. Well, that'd be three in a row, though. Basically, he's not. He's well, not playing. Well, if the, the, let's, if the Steelers don't, says, if the not... Steelers don't go there, if the Steelers don't win one, and you know, he ends up winning one more in the next two year, two more in the next two to three years. I think he's got two years left maximum. I really don't think he's. Well, so you this know. is a guy who says he's playing ten more years. I, he's out of his mind if he's playing ten more years. It's not even. You know, it's not close. Because he's got nothing better to do. I, he has plenty of things to do. Like hang out with Giselle and his family. For he doesn't hang out life. with Giselle. He tries to stay. She's too busy on the road. She's too busy bringing in the bank. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, she's all right. too busy, but she still knows he had a concussion. <laughs> she didn't really say that, remember? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> okay, so we're going to awards now. So let's go backwards on this MVP? list. Let's go, go let's, backwards? Yeah, let's go backwards on it. You know, we'll go league MVP last, like the honors does. Uh, coach of the, coach year. Of the year, Danny. 
I'm going with uh, Coach Del Rito. Um, taking them to the Super Bowl after not a lot of people expected them in the tough AFC. I think that alone has them winning the uh, cha- uh, the title of uh, Coach of the Year. Vincent? I have it as... Um, we. I mean, we all know Coach of the Year is mostly uh, we didn't think your team would be that good, but you played well <laughs> award. I'm going to go Dirk Cutter. I think... If he can show, I was I was thinking about. I, him, I, I was like, honestly, right. I went the same way. Uh, yeah, if, if the Bucks, that would have been funny because I really go, was about to write his name too. If the Bucks win eleven games, he's the coach of the year. He's my sexy pick. The, the my sexy pick. You got to stick with the guy who you think's going to be the sexy right. pick this year. Correct. All right, defensive player of the year. I think we should. We may all have the same guy. Vin, I'll let you go first. I went with the reigning champion, Khalil Mack. All right, so we all have the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly the most dominant player in the league, in my opinion. JJ just doesn't stay healthy enough. All right, so offensive player of the year. Uh, I think Danny and I went the same way on this one. I went yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, just kind of double-check all over, all over everybody's face. So I'm going to stick with my uh, my sexy team pick, and I'm going to go okay. Jameis. It's a good pick. With Offensive Player of the Year. There's no reason for him not to put up offensive name, offensive numbers that are the just only, ridiculous. The only thing uh, is last year when they did start winning at the end, they were running the ball a lot more. So I think I don't know if his numbers will be as gaudy. As we're, as we're thinking, they'll be good. I don't know if they'll be top of the league good. That's All right, uh, go offensive rookie of the year first, Danny. Um, I'm going with Steve's boy, uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's going to have a lot of receptions thanks to Cam, and he's going to hopefully score on a lot of those opportunities. So I think he's going to be rookie of the year. Unfortunately, I went Christian as well. So he's just got the most opportunity. That's all. Um, I'm gonna go with the other team I'm very high on this year, the Tennessee Titans, and go Corey Davis, the wide receiver. I think you know you're gonna see. It's very similar to how it usually is: rookie run, rookie wide receiver. You single cover him until he can't be stopped, and then I think he'll be able, he'll be quick enough to be able to beat out a double team as well. So I think he's going to actually have a big year, especially because you're going to take out Matthews from that offense. You're going to take out, try and take out Walker. You're going to try and take out the running game. You're going to try and take out Decker when he's on the field as well. Gives him a lot more opportunities on the offense to be open and get out there. Kind of similar to, you know, I think if he had more yards and more catches, maybe even more touchdowns, Sterling Shepard kind of was the forgotten guy on the giant offense last year because everyone kept covering Beckham. Um, If he gets in long enough, like early enough in the season, Watson is a a sleeper on that, on on offensive rookie of the year. If he gets in by week like four. Right. Um, All right. I already know Danny and I have different guys. So I'm going to let Danny start with defensive rookie of the year. All right. This team is going to be historically bad. 
I just couldn't, couldn't. There's a chance, Danny. Trip. They have a chance. All right, you saw Corey's Facebook today, <laughs> didn't you? No. Wolf. All right, well, basically he's trying to pump up the Jeff fans. Um, I'm going to go Jamal Adams. I think he was a top five pick for a reason. I, I know you're going to say Peppers. I, I was thinking Peppers. I'm not saying Peppers. Okay. All right. I was wrong. I'm just going to go with Jamal Adams. He's going to find a way. He's pretty much going to have the year that Collins had two years ago as a rookie. He's going to be on the field the whole time. Hopefully he capitalizes more than what Collins did. So he has a good defensive line in front of him so he can make the opportunities more worthwhile. So I'm going to go with Jamal Adams, rookie of the year. Vin? Um, I went with a pick that I'm not even sure is allowed because I don't know the rules. But I think if you're on IR the whole season, you don't count as a rookie. So I'm going Jalen Smith. That's a good one. It, because I think, like I said, if you're on IR the whole year, I don't think it counts. Because if I looked it up correctly, McGahee was on IR his whole first year with his knee. And then he came back and won rookie of the year the next year. So I believe it doesn't count if you're not active. I didn't so even think of that. I'm yeah, going so, I, so I, looked, I was thinking it was a tough one. So there was a Cowboy article from May that says, Jason Garrett appreciates Jalen Smith being eligible to practice in rookie camp. Okay, so that helps. Top pick last year is expected to join him. From his understanding, he was allowed. So my guess okay. is... Uh, He's he's obviously playing backer, right? He's not playing safety, right? No, he's no, playing. No, he's going to be, be a linebacker. He's going to be an up back. That's what I'm asking. He was he's going to be the Marcus Ware. That's that's what I'm I, asking because he was a hybrid in Notre Dame. That's why I'm asking. Oh, okay. I didn't know I, he played safety in Notre Dame. But, I know they moved Sean Lee to outside, so he might be playing inside. Okay. And at the end of the day, I think they're looking to, for him to become the next Demarcus Ware. Yeah, I mean, wherever he gets moved around. That's fine. Between him and Taco, that should be interesting. See, so for me, defensive rookie of the year, I was thinking Taco, and yes, I was thinking Peppers as well. I was thinking Taco too. But I went um, a little different because I was watching something the other night, falling asleep. Um, And it was basically on the Niners. And Reuben Foster just looked like a monster on the field. Um, I think that every bad team has one standout, and he's going to be the standout in San Francisco, and he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Interesting that none of us picked the first pick in the draft. Well, plays for the Browns. Yeah, but I mean, you were going to pick Peppers, the same thing. No, well, he's later in the draft, that's why. So, league MVP. Who would like to go first? I'll go. I'll get it out of the way. I think I'm going to say I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. He's just going to be that kind of year for me with him this year. He's he's due to have that kind of year. Vin, I'm going Tom Brady. He deserved it. He I think he deserved it last year. He was on a mission. And I think he's actually going to get it this year. Timmy Brady. 
Okay, so I am going to stick with my defensive player of the year. I think Khalil Mack is arguably not just the best defensive player in the league, but I think arguably a top five player in general in the league. And I think he's going to end up winning league MVP this season. That is okay. mine. That is my pick there. I so, think it's tough for a non-quarterback to win it, but... No, I agree with you 100%, but I think that he has the capability to put up those type of numbers where you can't not count him sure. in, in the MVP talks. Sure. You know, he has the capability, in my opinion, to put up 30 sacks a year if he wanted, if he could. He probably will never see it, but... I can. It could happen from him. Sure. Yeah. I think he. Yeah, he gets moved, used a lot more in the other spot, uh, like spots in the offense now instead in of the just defense being a pass rusher. I mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the defense instead of being a pass rusher. So yeah, he definitely. Right. His uh, rookie year was mainly pass rusher, and then last year they started moving him around a little bit more to kind of open up the rest of the defense. Put him on. You put him on the line, and you have him look like he's blitzing on every play, and kind of. Move off the line real quick. The last time a non-quarterback won the award was Adrian Peterson in 2012. So it's tough for a defensive player. That's what it's saying. I don't know if it's ever happened. I, it had to have happened. Uh, LT won it. Lawrence That's won. the last time it happened, 1986. Really? Yep. So who says uh, Khalil can't do it? You know, they all do crack in uh, Oklahoma. Like Michael Rappaport said, greatest player of all time because he's the only player who's ever done it on crack. With that being said, <laughs> let's don't go. smoke crack. Don't smoke crack. We are going to take a break. We're going to be right Some back. Division 1.1. We'll be right back to finish this off. Welcome back to episode 189 of the S&D Podcast Show. Uh, you just heard Division 1.1, United We Brawl. Uh, once again, that was our football segment. Uh, do not call your uh, your bookies and use our picks and blame us We're, at the end of the season. I'm, Almost I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Oakland Raider fans and Green Bay Packer fans. Right. Whoever we picked, you're probably not going to win anything. So congratulations on the Eagles and the... Uh, and the Vikings for winning the divisions, you know, most likely. So it is September, so it is, you know, Vin's favorite time of the year, expand the rosters in baseball. I We didn't talk about this. Danny, I don't know if you saw this. The Angels used 12 pitchers yesterday. Fernando Salas got the win. First of all, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that the Angels and the Twins are good again. And, like, I don't know if they're good. They're in a, a, a playoff race. But just, like, 12 pitchers. It's just unbelievable. Like, not even Dusty Baker can do that. That's unbelievable. But, more importantly, September is football. Yes, it is. Um, so, Vin, well, Danny and I used to do a thing where we would basically give you guys our predictions. No spread. Just predictions. Um... And we'll give you one one of our, you know, 
what we think is a lock of the week, what we'll call our sexy pick of the week. Um, Can we make a rule? Um, what was that? You can't pick your own team as a sexy pick, oh, and you can't crap. pick the All team right. playing the and you can't pick the team playing the Jets. Right. All right. I didn't know we're doing. We're, we're throwing this out there now, Danny. Just pick yeah, one just, random sexy pick team. Whatever you're most confident in this week, Dan. No, nothing against the Jets, and you can't pick your own team. All right, so no Giants. All right. Right. And, like, Vin can't pick the Packers to be a sexy pick. Like, we could pick if we think the Packers are a lock to beat Seattle at home this oh, week. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay? Of course. Right. So what we're going to do is we'll have this out. Um, also note, if you follow, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We're going to have this list out every week with all the games listed in order. Um, so even if we're going to record Thursday night during the Thursday night game, if that just happens to be for our schedules, Thursday morning the list will be posted, or at some point Thursday our games will still be posted. We'll go through the Sunday games only because while we're recording a Thursday game, we'll most likely be on. But before the first game, all our list will be out. Uh, of course, it just depends on our schedule, like we mentioned. And again, disclaimer, don't go to your bookies with our picks. And if you do, it's not our fault. Also, we're going to post, uh, we'll probably post this every Wednesday or Thursday morning. Also, we'll have that week's matchup in the SND Podcast Fantasy League. Um, all the matchups for everybody to see who's playing who. And then on Tuesday mornings, we'll put the final scores out there as well as at the end of each month or the first week of each month, we'll put out the standing so everyone can keep up with what's going on in that league. So with that being said, the new England Patriots will be raising banner number five while hosting the Kansas city chiefs. We all hope that maybe somebody else will do time management this time for the chiefs. So it could be an interesting game at the end and not just let the clock run with a minute and a half left and down four points. Yeah, I, I, um, I think we're all taking the Patriots. I don't, I don't see them losing on the banner raising night. I'm pretty no, confident only one the team. Only, yeah. yeah, only the Giants. The Giants were the only team to lose on, on banner raising night, and that was mm-hmm. a tough one. That was five years ago now. So, yep, it was actually five years ago today while we're recording. Wasn't that David Wilson's fault? Wasn't that the game he fumbled twice? Did he fumble twice? I remember I one time. No, David Wilson fumbled ball. twice in Dallas. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think he was on the team the year after they won the Super Bowl. I think it was no, that's why I wasn't year. sure what year he was drafted. No, he was drafted that year. This is his rookie year. Remember his first career rush? It was a fumble, and he cried. Then it must have been that yeah. game. That's yeah. what I thought. Because yeah, yeah. that was that was the first group. That was the first game. Um. Yeah. So, you know, the Jets are traveling to Buffalo. That doesn't matter. It's the hold my beer matchup on who could be the worst team. Uh, even if the Bills' backup quarterback plays, um, I think they're still better than the Jets. I'm, I'm pretty sure Shady's going to play quarterback this week because it just makes sense. Uh, I'm fine with that. More fantasy yep. points for me. Yeah, Buffalo. He's probably never going to throw the ball, but just Wildcat. run the Wildcat the whole game and it won't matter. Um, all right, we all have the bills on that. So far, we're all two for two on sharing everything. Arizona Cardinals at Detroit Lions, which I think is a very intriguing matchup. Uh, get the sexy alert buzzer for me. Ooh. Uh, I'm going with the Lions. The Lions, they just got Stafford with a big payday. They're home. 
The big crowd should be jacked up. It's going to be a solid, tough matchup. I think the Lions are going to find a way to win. Vin? I'm taking the Cardinals in that game. It's not my my lock or anything, but I just, like I said, I think the Cardinals will be a better team this year. I still don't trust the Lions. I never do, so I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, Lions at home is tough, but I think the Cardinals just have a lot, of pr lot to prove this season. Um... So I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well here. Danny had his sexy pick of the Lions there. Yeah, I had to be different. Yeah, no. I no, I I mean, you could really go either way on this one. Like, it could it could arguably go either way. I just think this is going to be that game that the Cardinals especially oh, the yeah. defense are going to come I'm, out and say I'm definitely going to be wrong. I'm definitely going to be wrong in this one. Um, all right, next game we have is the first AFC South matchup of the year. The first Tom Coughlin front office run Jacksonville Jaguars game at the Houston Texans, the emotional game of the week. That should have been my sexy pick. Shit. You can all change right. your sexy pick while we're on air. All right, that's going to be my sexy pick, the Texans. But you only get one They're... change of your sexy pick. So we oh, yeah. Allow, yeah you're, you're allowed yeah. one change of a sexy pick. Well, I'm going to change out, it just, every week. <laughs> I just found out we are doing that, so to be fair. Right. Oh, I'm going to do the Texans sexy pick. Hello. Uh, Hurricane Harvey amp up slash um, Blake Bortles being a quarterback amp up. The uh, Houston Texans defense might kill him. So I think the Texans are going to destroy the uh, – well, not destroy. I, they're definitely going to beat the Jaguars. I'm not going to say it's my sexy pick, but Texans are winning this game. You're not playing your first game in Houston. Uh, yeah, definitely Houston. All right, next game is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Steelers. Steelers. Not a lot of, I mean, there's a couple good games this week. I think that most of the good games are the later games. A lot of these 1 o'clock games are... Right. The Ravens Bengals game could be good. I am going to say this about that Steeler-Browns game. I think it could end up being closer than people think. Okay. I think it could be. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to be the sexy pick, but I do think it could be a lot closer than what people would expect, you know, out of the Browns. You don't know what you're going to get out of this new and improved Browns team. I'm interested to see Deshaun Kaiser, that's for sure. Eh, I'm interested whatever. to see the whole, the, honestly, the whole team. And I hope that CBS does the right thing and lets that, at least lets any other game other than the Jets go be on CBS. <laughs> they can't. They have to be the Jets. But it'll be over by halftime, so they'll switch to something else. They won't. Uh, Red Zone, you hello. Can't, you can't change them. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they can at the end of the game, at the, like you know, fourth quarter-ish, they can. So, my sexy pick will be from this game, and this is an intriguing game because who knows what Joe Flacco if he can stand up straight, even though he was on the field the other day for practice. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at Chicago Bears. I'm going to take the Ravens, and they're going to be my sexy pick this week. The Ravens are playing the Bengals. You sure? Yep. And who are the yeah. Bears playing? The Falcons. 
Oh, I didn't even put the Falcon game in here. Well then. <laughs> so, Ravens Bengals. Now I'm taking back my sexy pet. This change is it? So yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah, know. I'm taking I'm taking the Ravens in that game. I, I think they are the better team. The Bengals, I mean, hopefully this I don't, I, this hopefully was the wrong way to word. I think this is finally the year that Marvin Lewis loses his job. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't know it. how it didn't happen last year, but this year <laughs> should be it. It didn't happen last year. It didn't happen five years ago. Never going to happen. It's not happening. Get years over it. and counting. <laughs> 16 years and counting. I, I just don't get it. it, it it's hilarious. I want to know what dirty pictures he has. Oh, he's got it. Or they just the owner not pay attention? Like, does he not watch the games? Isn't he, like, really old? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. It's an even matchup, but Flacco hasn't thrown a ball in God knows how long. So oh, he's going to be rusty. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. All right. I think just because I think Andy Dalton's gonna be a little bit better than a hurt Joe Flacco. Sure. For this one particular week. Do we want to go with the Falcon Bear game? Which even forgot. Yeah, yes. we have to go with that game. Um, Falcons win, but yeah. when does Mitchell Trubisky show up into the game? All right. Question for both of you before Vin. Who ends up being getting into a starting role first, Trubisky or Watson? Watson. Uh, Watson. Yeah. Bears have at least have a little bit of money wrapped up in Mike Lennon, so they might give him a little bit more of a thing. I th Plus, I think Mike Lennon is a better quarterback than Tom Savage. I also, th I also think it will be Watson because they have an opportunity to win now. They have an opportunity mm -hmm. to win. Not win at all. Exactly. But they have the opportunity to go somewhere. They should actually they should trade quarterbacks and have Mike Lennon be on the Texans because he'd actually be decent. <laughs> That'd be a Texans thing to do, and then he sucks. Right, yeah, right. Then he breaks his leg on his way there, and have, they have to play Watson. That would be what happens. All right, Philadelphia um, Eagles at Washington Redskins. We all had the Falcons in that game, by the way. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Redskins. A lot of people like the Eagles. I like the Redskins and Kirk Cousins better than I do the Eagles this year in the mess of the NFC East. I'm actually going flying Eagles fly on this one. I am, I think, another year with Carson Wentz. I think he's going to be better than what people think. Um, I think with the Eagles defense, they're very underrated, and people forget how good their defense was last year. Um, I think they're going to beat Kirk Cousins of the Redskins. It's going to be one of those NFC East, NFC East battles, final drive kind of wins, but the Eagles find a way to pull it out. I think Alshon Jeffrey has a welcome welcome to Philly moment, even though they're in D.C. Um, I'm going to agree with Danny on this one um, and go with the Eagles. I just, I, what, what, other than Jordan Reed, what's on that offense? Uh, Calvin, Calvin Pryor. I'm not Calvin Pryor. That's a safety. Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor, Calvin, yeah. Calvin Pryor's playing safety for the, for the uh, playing wideout for the uh, Redskins. I mean, he's playing safety yep, for the Browns. Right yeah, he can do anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but again, I they, I don't know. 
they definitely have enough. It's going to be a typical NFC North, NFC East game. You know how that is, Steve. It's every game. So the so, next game I, we have I, listed is canceled due to the stupid hurricane. Stupid hurricane. Literally, the, I literally wrote that on my spreadsheet. Stupid hurricane. <laughs> that's the, boxes. the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Miami. And Miami, right. Which is just ridiculous because they just paid so much money to cover the fans that only the field will get wet. So, whatever. whatever. Um, the greatest the, game of the week, I think, the Indianapolis Colts at Los Angeles you're forgetting Scott Tolzien and the Indianapolis Colts first. The I'm shocked Finn didn't pick them to win the division. Did we skip a one o'clock game? Did we? How many more one o'clock games did we have? Jesus. No. I, did, we, did, we, did we? Did we? Did we do Oakland, Tennessee? Oakland, Tennessee. Yeah. We didn't. That's a one o'clock game. I have it as a four o'clock game. Yeah, it's a one. No, it's a one o'clock. That's the only good one o'clock game. That's the only reason I knew. Oh, yeah, I had it listed as a 4 o'clock. All right, so go back one. This is actually a good matchup, huh? Right. I think this could be a possible AFC wildcard, like, or division record, you know, division seeding matchup kind of thing. Um, I am going to go with the Raiders. Danny? I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders, too, but in a close one. Yeah, They're going to make them sweat. Should be a good one. All right, I'm going to use the Raiders as my sexy pick this week. Mm, I was thinking about that. I was. Well, we all know you're going with Scott Tolson as your sexy pick. So How did you know? <laughs> so now we'll go to the Colts at the Rams. The Colts and Scott Tolson on my sexy pick. They are going to pull it out against the worst team. One of the worst. I'm teams. glad. I'm glad we get the Seahawks Packers for the four o'clock game. That's yeah. Sweet. That'll be good. Yeah. You know Sweet. we're getting Carolina, San Francisco, right? I will show <laughs> Danny, who do you have winning the Colts Rams? Um, I think the Rams because Scott Tolzien is their starting quarterback. But watch, watch um, Frank Gore. Wait, you Gore said the Rams are going to win? Yeah, the Rams are winning. Okay. Because Tolzien is. Because Tolzien's playing. Yeah, but the- watch. Frank Frank Gar has a vintage Frank Gar game and it'll be the funniest thing ever. I'm gonna go with the Colts also because I don't know anybody else on that defensive line and the only defensive line player on the Rams is still in Atlanta without a contract. So you're going Colts? I am going Colts there. Alright, I'm going Rams. Right. Is Donald hurt? No, no he's, he's just holding out. Holding out. He's holding out. Okay. They, I went, he they went apparently to Atlanta to meet with him and they left and crying. Because... He just doesn't want to go. I like Sh- I like Sean McVay, the uh, new head coach. Especially, with, I like how he, what he did for the Redskins the last couple of years. I, I I think him being under thirty is pretty impressive. So let's see what happens. Um. All right. So uh, we all know the, the Seahawks should win Seahawks. this game because <laughs> the Packers just suck. Vincent, I would like to. I like to point out that I never say the Giants suck, and also that I think the Packers are going to win. Finn, Finn yeah. remember that was Steve who said that, not me. I, I want to put that on record. I always remember that. Listen, um, they went four and twelve in uh, in Madden. Okay, saying. And and the Jaguars were seven and two. That's, <laughs> and that's obviously a very realistic game. And JPP has ten fingers. 
Yeah, great. <laughs> Alright, uh, Vin's not gonna like my answer, but I think the Seattle Seahawks are gonna make fuel the fire to be my Super Bowl champion, and I think the Seahawks are gonna pull it out late this year, this uh, battle, but this is what's gonna fuel the Packers' fire and beat them in the NFC Championship game in February, in January. Wait, you I, didn't, you didn't have, oh yeah, you did. That would be in Seattle then. Just remember that. Ooh, yeah, good call. So, damn it. All <laughs> right, so, all right, I'll take that back. I'm going to say Packers win then. <laughs> I went on record. I was going Packers no matter what I said earlier, by the way. Because it's, I, the Seahawks just don't play well in the beginning of the season for some reason. We need to win this game just because, while I, I think we going to Atlanta next week is going to be a much tougher game. Just because it's in Atlanta, and they can't, they gotta win one of them. They can't lose both. Relax, just relax. All right, Thanks. the other sexiest game of the week: the Panthers at 49ers. Well, Panthers, obviously. Duh. Definitely the Panthers. Killer Kelly. Steven, have you made your sexy pick yet? I oh, did. Yeah, you the I Raiders. said the Raiders. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Did you make yours yet? I took the Colts. Yes. Scott Tolzien. That was really your sexy pick? I'm 100% serious that Scott Tolzien is going to actually win. that was win. a pure joke. Oh, nope, God. he's going to win an NFL game, which he's never done in his life. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Listen. I can't believe this is happening. I'm trying to... I could, I could make an easy sexy pick and just, like, pick the friggin' Bucks or something. But well, they're not playing this week, so you can't. So that's a sexy pick yeah. they can't lose. <laughs> I thought my Lions... <laughs> original Lions pick was... Oh. No, that was a good one, but I'm saying, but I could, like, I could just take the Steelers and just say... See, I like the Lions pick. one. Right, yeah. If it's I'm a good matchup not... and you were going to pick someone who you think is... If it's, like, a good matchup, you know, like, picking, let's say, I'm the Steelers, like, like Vince said, you know. No, I agree. I agree. Right, I'm trying to pick close games. I'm not trying right. to just... That's why I went with the Raiders. Take a lock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going Texans. Just because. Okay. All right, next game. All right. 29ers. Sunday night. Sunday night game. Got Sunday oh, night. Sunday we night. can't go to Monday night without Sunday night. Um, I am gonna tell you this: Zeke's gonna run for 200 yards in this game because it's gonna be his last you game for two months. You, He's just you, gonna you use shut all his your whore mouth. But you, you shut your whore mouth. He can mouth. run for 200 yards all he wants. He's not getting in the end zone. He's gonna have the. He, remember how we said he had the quietest hundred and whatever amount of yards in that last game last year? He'll have oh, the quietest God. 200 yards you ever seen in your life. This week. No. And uh, let's not have that. Yeah. That's playing with fire. But the Giants are going to win this game. I'm taking Dallas. All right. Obviously, I'm taking the G-Men. Uh, I think their defense is going to smack around uh, Zach, Deke, Dak, and and they're going to try to hold <laughs> old Elliot as much as possible. I think uh, Prescott, they're going to force Prescott to throw the ball, which they did the first two games. They played them. Giants, uh, our brand new kicker is going to kick a game-winning field goal, a 45-yarder to win the game. Excuse me, the only reason I was laughing at you saying... (laughs) (laughs) The only reason I was laughing at you saying Deke was because my dad does that all the time. (laughs) When he tries (laughs) to say Dak or Zeke, he says Deke. Perfect. That's funny. I'm I'm just tired from a long yeah, day. That's no, great. I hear you. <laughs> I that's that's that's, that's going to be my new nickname for them. Dick. But Eek. but we also talked. Vin and I actually spoke about this yesterday. That there is a uh, 
a issue with the contract of Jankowski, who's co- currently holding out, and he also has a back issue. Ooh. So he said he looked awful, and also Apparently. they said that he has looked terrible when he comes in. Apparently, it, it's a little bit of both. Um, so it could be the end of the first round kickers, and possibly the only first round kicker ever. <laughs> All right, right. Uh, let's do Monday nighters. Monday night. So Saints. There's at two. Vikings. Don't forget, there's two. Yes, there are two Monday nighters. You know, week one, there's always two. Um, which nobody ever stays up for the second one. No. Because for whatever reason. Maybe when I was in college. The only time I did was when I was in college. Isn't Rex Ryan calling one of them? Yes, the second one. Oh, Thank God. So he gets to be... Oh, sweet. Rex Ryan in Denver. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to stay up and watch. Hi, analysts. <laughs> um... No, like the Islander between period guy said, his eyes were just itchy. Right there. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Saints I'm going. At Vikings with... is the early game, by the way. Let's do that one first. Saints. Danny. Um, I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints also under the pure fact that Adrian Peterson's returning to uh, Minnesota mm-hmm. and. See, this is where you you use the 200 yard rushing. <laughs> He may break the rushing record. He said he wants to make them pay. He may actually break that record this week. Um, He's going to be on a mission. It's safe to say. Um, Breeze, this will be the first time you may see Breeze throw for less than 500 yards in a game. Which is crazy to think. Chargers at Broncos. I don't think (sighs) the Chargers can handle more than 30,000 people like their stadium is. Uh, as much as I want to say Chargers, I'm going to go with the Broncos. They're going to find multiple ways to find a way to win. Um, but the Chargers make it somewhat interesting, hopefully. Yeah, I'm going Denver as well. I, I think the Chargers will be a competitive team this year, but I don't think they're going to win this game. All right. We made sure we got all the games this time, right? Yeah. Yep. Making sure we got everything. So those will be on our Instagram. Make sure you're following us on all social media to see what our picks are for the week, every week. Um, like I said, the, of course, our schedule is determined when we record our show. So um, next week, we're actually just going to release our Thursday picks on Thursday. And then Saturday night, we're going to release our Saturday picks because I think we're going to go through the games, the Saturday games on uh, the Sunday games on Saturday at the Belmore Fair next weekend. So we will not actually be recording episode 190 for two weeks. Um, next week, of course, is we are presenting as the SND Podcast channel, the I-95 Network's Weissman and Oz show at the Belmore Fair. Um, we're going to be re- right near the train station. Um, we will have raffles. We'll have auctions. Um, Vin will sign autographs for all his fans, I'm sure. I think he's going to bring his own photos. His own portraits for uh, autographs. There's a phenomenal picture of a, me and a cheesehead that I took at Steven's house about three years ago. I'll bring that with me. Print out like a dozen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just have them with you. Yeah. Doesn't Adam West do that? He just has like signed pictures in the trunk of his car. I'll do that. Didn't, uh, Danny, didn't you say, didn't Rodney Hampton have that one time? Yes. You said no, that you Rodney said Hampton. that. 
I've seen him in the parking lot, but you've seen him in the in the parking lot walking into a game. I remember you telling me. Oh yes, 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 yes. He, he was no, he was at WFN doing the pregame, and I just stuck out and he signed something for me. Oh okay. For the, yeah, he does was, sell autographs a, walking around the no, parking lot. Steve, no, I raised you Rodney Hampton, and I raised you Mark Gasno when we were at Blockbuster one time, and, and he brought had, out the sign. So, yes. so a little story time before we go for everybody. So my my grandparents live in this condominium facility that Mark Gasano was on house arrest in. Um, keep in mind there was also somebody from Fifty Cent's Posse that was there also. I forgot what his name was. Tony Ayo. That's right. Tony Ayo was there as well. Side note: We were all my whole family took a Thanksgiving elevator ride with Tony Ayo and a three year old in a fur coat and diamond earrings but anywho um so mark gasano's in blockbuster danny and i walk around and danny convinces me to go tell him who i am because gasano loves my grandfather and i introduced myself and he brings me out to his cadillac right outside blockbuster and he goes i'm gonna sign this for you and he signs it and wrote your grandfather is awesome and signed mark gasano what was it it was a picture just of a random poster yeah <laughs> he had like dozens do you still of have it <laughs> Uh, no, for whatever I believe reason I he didn't. For whatever reason he didn't give me one, Dick. Because <laughs> you were with me. It was literally just me. You were looking around Blockbuster. No, but I was with you, and then he's like, "Just come with me." I was with you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I missed Blockbuster to be honest. Blockbuster was like our hangout in high school. I... It's so weird. He's like, "Yeah, come to my car, and I have like boxloads of uh, pictures of myself, so I can give you autographs." Yeah, did he say he had candy in his car too, Stephen? Would you have gone to? Um, from our guests, candy, probably, yes. Probably not. <laughs> if he has good candy, then yes. If, if what is what is good candy? <laughs> what isn't good candy? Uh, a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Um. So with that creepy story, telling time, <laughs> uh, follow us on all of social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, snblog.com. Check it out. I got some new stuff coming out in the next couple of days. Um. I'm sure Vin's got some stuff. Danny is going to do a couple behind takes, I'm sure, this week. Um, yep. Next week, uh, we'll have some some game previews, of course, coming out. We have some the uh, Apple press conference releasing a bunch of new stuff. It is a pop culture website, so I'm, I always follow along with that. So I'll review that uh, when I get home from work next Tuesday af- afternoon, and I'm sure I'll write something out about it, um, go about the new introductions and things, you know. Where you know how I talk about how the new iPhone is a billion dollars, but everyone's going to buy it anyway. Um, enjoy your first week of football, your second week of college football. The pettit races are hot. Be careful when you're walking around with an Apple Watch. The Red Sox may steal signs. Anything else? Oh, that's it. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. The we'll Bell see Moore you guys Fair. at the Belmore Fair. It's all me, motherfucker,